OpenAI has just created a deal with Axel Springer for licensing news for model training. Now, I think this is a really important uh, point because this is something that is a bit of a, I don't know how to say it, but it's a bit of a weakness right now for OpenAI in a sense that a lot of news uh, companies, for example, the New York Times, you know, explicitly blocked OpenAI and I think had some lawsuit with OpenAI over training on its um, news data and OpenAI subsequently said, okay, hey, look, we're going to pull like the the like the New York Times. We're not going to use that in our data sets. There's all this like kind of drama around news organizations. And I think beyond that, there have some serious competition right now um, from XAI's Grok, which is, of course, the Twitter X um, kind of AI chatbot um, that was launched. And yeah, it really has like access to up to the minute news. And so I think OpenAI needs to be able to compete with that. And so they're they're making this deal. So today on the podcast, I'll break down everything happening in this deal, why I think it's important and some interesting things you may not know about it. So let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Something I think that's very interesting and relevant to this conversation is the fact that most AI tech companies argue that fair use entitles them to essentially train AI models on copyrighted material scraped from the internet. So even if they don't get permission from the, you know, people that actually created that content, this is kind of what they're sticking to. And I think they're sticking to their guns because obviously OpenAI trained on the entire internet, everything they could get their hands on um, for ChatGPT. But some companies, um, for example, OpenAI are starting to hedge their bets. There's lawsuits going down. There's a lot of uh, craziness. Um, and I think they're worried about you know, how some of these lawsuits might uh, shake out. So OpenAI today announced that it has reached an agreement with Axel Springer. Um, this is the owner of a bunch of different publications, including Business Insider, Politico. Um, and they're doing this to train their AI models on publishers content and also to add recent Axel Springer published articles to OpenAI's uh, ChatGPT, right? So this to me is very interesting because of course we know with ChatGPT, as of the time I'm recording this, they have like a, a cutoff date of like April of this year. And if you, you know, and before this recent update, it was like 2021 was the cutoff date, right? So they have these these hard kind of cutoff dates where nothing new is um, is in there. And I think they're trying to overcome, uh, you know, they might not be able to get everything, but they're like, hey, look, we have a cutoff date, but in addition, we're going to try to pull in 
some of the most recent news so we're still relevant with kind of what's happening from uh, you know, Politico and Business Insider now are kind of the two big ones that they're pulling in and some others from Axel Springer. So I think this is a good play. Obviously, they're, I mean, I think this is really important with um, chat or with uh, XAI launching Grok on Twitter, which has up to the minute news. Every tweet is indexed into Grok's um, chatbot. And so when people are, you know, using, like, like I've went on to X, for example, before onto Grok and was like, hey, give me like the top three news stories in AI happening today. And it's like, these are the three things, boom, boom, boom. And it was like, and here's like links to the tweets and the news articles that are talking about the, these three stories. That is something I could never get out of chat GPT. And uh, it, it was like, you know, some tweets that came out like minutes earlier. So I think that um, this is, all, and especially because Elon Musk cut off OpenAI's access to the Twitter API. So yeah, the, that obviously uh, slows them down a bit. So I think they're trying to get around that and trying to compete with Grok in that regard. So going forward, chat GPT users are going to get summaries of quote-unquote selected articles from Axel Springer's publications, including stories normally gated behind a paywall. So this is kind of interesting, right? There was an, a whole debacle earlier this year where essentially you could like put a URL into ChatGPT and I think use the browse with Bing feature and say like, hey, can like copy and paste the content from that article for me? And it would like go to gated articles on like the New York Times, again, making the New York Times angry at ChatGPT. Um, so this time, you know, they're getting the licensing for it. But I think the snippets are going to be accompanied by both um, links to the full articles and, the, you know, it's going to have attribution. So it's going to be like, look, this is where this content came from. So in return for this, Axel Springer is going to receive a payment of an unspecified size um, and frequency from OpenAI. Now, this is kind of a, a common thing in tech, to be honest. You have, for example, like all sorts of these big tech deals where you have like, for example, the iPhone has Google as the default browser. And just for the Google, for Google being the default browser, um, Google pays Apple because Google wants to be the default browser. Google pays Apple one billion dollars per year. That's just like their fee. They're like, here's a billion dollars. Thanks for making us the default browser. Um, and so I'm not sure. Obviously, I don't think this is going to be a billion dollars, but I'm curious to see what what the payment is, um, what the frequency of this payment is, what the deal is. I don't think they're going to release it. If they do, I'll definitely get it to you. And and we have the likelihood someone may leak it. But in any case, um, I think the deal is valid for a f several years. And while it doesn't commit either side to exclusivity, right? So Axel Springer can go license this out to Anthropic and others. Um, and OpenAI can go get other news sources as well. Axel Springer says that it'll support the outlet's existing AI-driven ventures that build upon OpenAI's technology. Meaning, I think Axel Springer is going to be generating AI, you know, assisted, however it created content whatever we see a lot of news places doing this um it's a way to compete with you know rising costs and a lot of you know cut back on advertising and all sorts of things right a lot of journalists are, are uh, you know journal journalistic platforms are doing this there's a lot of controversy some people don't like it um but it's happening and evidently axel springer's using OpenAI for that so um axel springer's ceo matthias doffner uh, was recently talking about this and said, we're excited to have shaped this global partnership between Axel Springer and OpenAI, the first of its kind. We want to explore the opportunities of AI-empowered journalism to bring quality, societal relevance, and the business model of journalism to the next level. I love how they say AI-empowered journalism instead of like AI journalists or like AI-created content. It's just like AI-empowered. We're empowering our journalists, not replacing them. Um, I mean, I honestly, I'm, I don't have a strong opinion either way. I think AI is useful. And I think inevitably, if there's a, a tool that is cheaper and does just as good of a job, people are going to uh, use it. So I know some people will be 
triggered by that because they'll say there's no way an AI could ever be as good as a journalist. And maybe right now it can't, but inevitably, I think eventually it will be able to. But that's a, a conversation for another time. In any case, um, I think outside of the publishers, uh, you know, using generative AI for some questionable content strategies, um, you know, publishers and the generative AI vendors have a kind of hard relationship right now with, uh, I think, the former alleging copyright infringement and increasingly, um, you know, concerned about generative models cannibalizing traffic. So, for example, Google's new generative AI powered search experience um, has pushed links that appear in traditional search um, further down the search results page, which is potentially reducing traffic to those links by as much as 40%, right? So a lot of these, essentially, a lot of these newspapers are complaining that like with Google's uh, AI generated content, now their news articles are 40, like going to get 40% less traffic um, or just they're getting pushed down the page. So the whole practice of training AI models on content without proper compensation has been like a big point of contention with a lot of these news companies. Um, and this isn't just with OpenAI. A lot of others people have been accused of this, but essentially this has led to some countermeasures by publishers, um, which a lot of them are like using code to block people like OpenAI and Google from scraping their sites for data. The issue, I think, reached a peak when a bunch of different media organizations, I think Getty Images, the Associated Press, all of them kind of called for increased regulation and transparency in AI training practices. They kind of like wrote this open letter about it. But essentially, I think they're kind of emphasizing the impact of the, this current practice on media. Um, and they're worried that, you know, it's going to hit their bottom line and it's going to they also say, like, it's not good for public's access to quality information, yada, yada. Um, so there's all of these different arguments there. And so obviously by, um, you know, making this kind of paid deal, this partnership, OpenAI and Axel Springer are smoothing over the waters, um, trying to set, I think, a precedent here where AI companies are having to actually pay for access to the news content and they're pulling news content directly in. So yeah, I think all of this is going to be pretty vital to balancing what's going on in the industry. And I think this is also going to be vital for getting the most up-to-date news into AI models like ChatGPT. So a great play and I think this sets a precedent. It'll be interesting to see if we see more deals like this coming down the pipe in the future. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.